welcome to another episode of the Orlacar podcast. This week I am joined by one of my best friends who has been on the podcast before but because of the popularity of the podcast before and because she's my best friend I thought we'd get her back in action Miss Tara Green to talk about that Molly Met podcast, her thoughts on friendship and money and greed and what that really means for a 22 year old girl and for anyone that follows Molly May or wants to be like Molly May and what kind of message that sends out to her young following. So I thought who better to have on the podcast than my own best friend to talk about friendship. So sit back, relax, enjoy and enjoy the podcast. Hello, hello. Hi. Welcome back to the Order of Fire podcast. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be back. Obviously because the first episode went so well we had to get you back on and it's been a full almost 12 months since we had our first conversation so do you want to catch us up on the last 12 months oh my god this is actually I didn't even realize um yeah oh my god where did I even start <laughs> um <laughs> it's been a whirlwind um yeah still in London moving to a new place this weekend starting to gig next month around London my play is in development I have another play in development <laughs> I have about 50 million projects on the go all that good stuff but yeah still in London still trying to be an artist and be the girl boss do you know yourself like yourself Orla you know and we're finally in the same city so we can see each other more often which is just amazing I know I mean like we say that but we have seen each other I think we've done well enough but definitely now once I move we'll have more likely dinner parties and stuff I think would be nice yeah definitely I think we'd be more settled especially yeah 2022 I think we're like we were all over the place in 2021 and you were home for a bit and then I was away for a while yeah yeah 2021 just seemed like I kind of knew when the year started off it wasn't gonna be like plain sailing obviously but it was just all over the place but yeah positive vibes for 2022 we'll see how it goes just go with the flow <laughs> so I've got you on this podcast or asked you to be on this podcast to talk about the Molly May podcast that podcast so yeah basically because you're a best friend of mine and she had a lot of opinions on friendships and like relationships and it wasn't even the thing that blew up in January like wasn't what got me thinking the most like it was back in December when it first came out was her attitude towards friends and her circle and like mm-hmm. I was just like what the hell like for a 22 year old was mental uh so I kind of wanted just to delve into some of the things including obviously the 24 hour comment but more importantly like the friendship aspect of it so you've seen the podcast but before she went on the podcast so like think of Molly May as a whole like Love Island when she's come out of Love Island she's a social media influencer she has her own company the filter fake tan brand she's the creative director of PLT like what were your thoughts on Molly May in general before the podcast before the podcast I actually I always liked Molly May as an influencer like I thought she was likable I thought she was down to earth I, I did see her as someone who was a bit only 22 and a bit naive. I always did see her as someone who was a bit naive, especially I just think anyone who, you know, has that kind of platform and totally puts out, you know, 
they're living where they're living all these things that they buy I'm not saying that you should do it um that's I I actually love influencers and I love bloggers to an extent but I always say they're slightly naive in that way and I also kind of always took on board the fact that she always had this thing about oh but Love Island didn't make me and I would be where you know where I am without Love Island and my career was doing great without Love Island because I think it's undeniable what Love Island did did for her and I kind of thought these things all before this podcast I liked her I follow I definitely followed her and Tommy I thought she was a bit naive but I guess she was only 22 so like like naivety is normal at that age and even at our age like you know but yeah I, I liked her just had those thoughts about her you know yeah no I like literally completely agree with you like I thought she was obviously one of the best people to come ever ever come out of Love Island like career-wise and she made such a success of her brand and who she was and she was a youtuber her instagram everything like that like what she was able to make of herself off the back of love island and like i totally agree with you like whenever she said she would have been where she was today even if she hadn't gone on love island and like i know like that's there's no way she would have been and like there's no problem with that either though like that's one of the things that i I wish she would do more is just own the fact that she was on Love Island and that she got the success from being on Love Island because there's nothing wrong with it and just for her to own it would be so much better but also agree like the naivety part of her like sharing obviously where she lived and what she was doing every day and she's learned from that obviously with the whole burglary but that's what makes you relatable to your followers is being open and honest and like sharing your every day sharing as much as you can and that's what's got her the following but I agree she was very naive the whole creative director thing PLT that was a bit iffy for me like you know fair play girl boss getting that position but she's 22 she doesn't have a business degree or any degree she has no experience working in a business environment you know is she qualified for that role like if I was someone working at PLT and was like working my way up and say I was in my 30s or my 40s and like that's my next position and seeing a 22 year old come in because Mm-hmm. she's an influencer on social media get that role like that would be so disheartening yeah so- to be honest when I seen her come out and she's this creative director of PLT for me I didn't even take it as it's black and black and white that she is the creative director and she would be doing all the stuff within PLT because to me how does she have the skills at all like at all so for me all that was was like a massive advertisement that she was the face of PLT I never really fully took it like for reals that she was creative director because to me I don't know obviously I don't know for sure like but to me she would not have skill set or know or even have the time how how would she have the time to be the full creative director of PLT so see, see to be honest for someone like like me like I just didn't take that seriously at all I just went okay okay it's a title but are you doing any work <laughs> you know and that's what my that was what that was my question about when she got you know promoted as that I was like okay it's just a title I didn't really take it seriously I don't, and I don't know I'm sure other people felt that way too I'm sure people who trained in that in that sector and then for that job role or even people who are up and coming to that job role maybe felt the same but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it was more of like a PR stunt, like because obviously it broke the internet the day it was announced, and like everybody had so many opinions on it. But like you said, where does she find the time? She's obviously a full time influencer. She has her own company outside of PLT. 
and she's got her events she's always going off shooting like doing different photo shoots and stuff like it's a nine-to-five job or more being a creative director that that would be your your life you would have to live and breathe plt and i just i just didn't take it seriously i just actually thought it was funny (laughs) but that's just me that's that's just me like i don't take that's just me i still don't really get it to be honest with you i think it was a pr i i i believe it was a pr stunt like yeah to be honest I think even with like the naivety thing, like, do you remember she got a dog from, was like China or somewhere? Yeah, Tommy Girl, that wee like furball thing. Yeah, and it died. And it, three it died, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that, even that's like, you know, like a little thing, like it'll look good on Instagram or it'll look good on YouTube, not knowing where it was coming from and like the brain the issues of it traveling, like, and then it's just yeah. all over the internet and it's like, oh. Yeah. I, I did feel sorry for in that instance because I, as, although I don't agree with you know buying these like designer dogs, I think people you know should try to get dogs from other places. But it is it is naive to you know, to you know not shop around and not do your your homework and your backstory. But I think you know in that in that instance she was you know taken advantage of you know. But it's it's it is strange you know within one day of having the dog not doing any research and everything's like the internet. That's all everyone's talking about. And three days later, our world comes to crash and die. You know. Um, but I guess that's that that's comes part and parcel with doing what these people do. That's the thing, because they obviously see so big and like doing these things, like it is gonna like get a lot of people talking and like opinions. And she obviously has been trained on Twitter for like a long time. Like anything she does does get picked up on and like spoke about, but like obviously that's the role that she's in, that's the line of work that she's in. That it, anything she does, she has to be careful because it will get spoken about. And like obviously this whole backlash now, like she is the most talked about influencer and I do like her and I just feel sorry for her because she is only 22 and people do forget that she's only 22 and she has a whole life ahead of her and that she's going to make more mistakes and it's just going to be in the public eye. Yeah, I feel sorry for her to an extent, to an extent to sympathise with her. I still think that her core values of what that podcast, the values that she pushed forward in that podcast are, for me, completely wrong. And I think at 22, you should know that they're completely wrong of course we make mistakes and we say things we don't mean and that's it for our entire lives not when we're 22 but I think when you just really take a step back and just actually think about what she's continually said in these podcasts in that podcast and even like little comments from other other wee things I've watched over I think those kind of core values what we'll obviously go on to talk about are wrong I don't think that could be that could be sympathised or empathised with. I don't think anyone should be cancelled and I don't think she should deserve any of the hate she got. Of course, no way. And of course, it's it's a conversation that she has. But I think it's, you, you can't deny what she said and continually said was wrong. 22 years old or not, you know? Yeah, like we're going to get onto this podcast now and like some of the things she said, like that is her morals, like that is her values of life, like her priorities. And she's very, very set in that way that, this is what I live my life and this is how I want to live my life and like that is it's a bit scary like when you watch her like the way she talks about different things like money and like greed and like wanting more and her like friendships and the people around her like her whole aspect Mm -hmm. of life is just it's worrying really like but we'll get into the first thing that I took from it so like the podcast came out in December and once it came out I watched it because it's all about influencer marketing she spoke a lot about like very candidly about her role and her job her past from Love Island 
Um, so I was obviously interested in watching like straight away, but then people started talking about the things that she said and started getting a bit of traction, but like not much compared to yes. weeks weeks later. Diary of a CEO podcast. That's what she went on to. And the comment she said, right? So the conversation went like this. So Stephen asked her, Have you got a lot of friends? She said, No. She has acquaintances. She has people in her life who she says are her friends, but no. She said, I don't enjoy going out. I'd rather focus on making money, being successful, and being happy. I find friends a waste of time and said, I haven't got the time. I'd rather focus on the things that elevate me. Friends don't add value. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's undeniable that the morals there are just completely and utterly wrong. And like, that's coming from me and you who we strive to be success successful we love working hard we know what we want our life we're career driven but to turn around and say I've got friends but they're not my friends and I don't really care more or less she said I don't care about anyone else but myself me making money that's all she cares about and that's it I just think what a really low 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 way of thinking to push forward into the world and get other people thinking like that and I'm not slandered or degraded the fact that you know it is it's inspiring to to want to work hard to make something of yourself and of course to make money and do all these things but at the very core of life life is about love life is about friends and family money jobs are like this it can be gone in an instant but at the end of the day you'll always have your friends and your family and also all this thing with you know making money and these businesses a lot of the time there's problems you know even like for example like some sort of production line doesn't work out and you're in dire straits because you don't know what to do and you're really stressed out who are you going to turn to it's always going to be your your friends and your family and I just think for her to have that kind of outlook and say you know I don't have friends I don't care about friends it's just like it's just a really mind-blowing thing to to take on and I and I've thought about it a lot and I was like does she think she's saying this and you look, looking like the, this girl boss and you know like the Kardashians and all this but I don't think any other girl boss I've really heard will say they don't want friends. No. And I just think she totally, totally missed the mark. And for me, those kind of morals are just completely, completely wrong. I think there's like, there's so many different ways to look at it. Cause like one, I don't agree with what she said about friends being like a waste of time and she wants to make money. And all she cares about is like people, having people around in the elevator and that friends add no value because she's 22 and she said, you know, whenever she got burgled, she moved in with her manager, Fran. Like, where were her friends? Did she know one else to go to? Like, she needs to thank you if Fran hadn't been available. Like, Fran has her own family. Fran has a kid. Like, what if Fran's priorities change in the next couple of years? Then who she left with? Like, if she ends up having a kid in the next few years, like, you know, it takes a village to raise a child and she'll need people around her, but she doesn't have anybody. And, like, the way she doesn't value friendships just, like, blows my mind. But then at the same time, I thought, is she going on to this? Like, like you said, you know, thinking this girl boss mindset, like whoever has been on Stephen Bartlett's podcast before is usually somebody that's like, you know, an old person, like that's rich, somebody that has like a really, really good background and career. And she's thinking, do I need to go on and be someone, you know, ruthless? Like that is like a real, real top business mogul, like these people. And yeah. that's how I should come across on the podcast. So I'm just going to say what he thinks I should say. But then, yeah. 
he said afterwards he said you know it's funny like some of the most successful people I've talked to said the exact same thing they don't have any they don't have many friends they have a very small circle but then is he putting the mess out there to young people or to anybody watching the key to success and to having loads of money and being happy is to have as small a circle as possible and like not having that support network and not having that many friends like the only people you should have in your life are people that are going to make you money yeah I mean it's it's it is a hard one because I thought the same you know is she because she is young and she's one of the younger one people to go on this podcast has she just been has she thought about it and just said right I'm going to say all these things like I might not truly believe them but I'm sure this is what people want to hear and this will this will make me seem like this girl boss who and she is like she's a girl boss I'm not denying her that but it's just like you're telling telling your target market who are mostly like girls like me and you or mostly younger girls actually probably I pr- probably would say 26 27 is probably the oldest kind of target market for Molly May but you're really telling them that you know friends don't matter and money's the only only thing like it's just really really just mind-boggling to me like that's and also like what about all her friends that she's been friends with in the past like Maura all the ones off Love Island like I'm sure she's had other friends like you're just sitting there like well if I was Molly May's friend I'd be totally brokenhearted I would be like are you joking me like I care so especially from now we live in London like I I really 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 cherish my friends every single one of them when I see my friends doing well it really makes me happy makes me want to push on and and do more and if well, if my friends are going through something like I'm feeling it with them and then for her to go out and say something like that I just I just find it really 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 shocking and if I was her friend I'd be devastated like or that if you said went on this podcast you said you know friends don't matter I just care about doing this and that I'd be like hey <laughs> right that's all our <laughs> friendship all these last few years down the drain like that's just heartbreaking yeah no I thought the same like if I was one of her friends I'd be like what the hell like how rude but like she did say on the podcast she was like you know, whenever she goes out for dinner, like it's so much effort, like it's forced conversation, the thought of splitting the bill. And I'm like, if I went out for dinner with Molly May, who, you know, signed these million dollar deals and she was concerned about splitting a 40 pound menu or like steak or something, like you get like a new friend. Like that's just absolutely beyond belief that she doesn't have the time, doesn't value the time of having a conversation or asking somebody like, do you like caring about somebody else's life? That's clearly what she doesn't yeah. do or doesn't care about. Like, you know, yeah. What are, you, what are you doing job wise like you know how's your job going or like how's your family how's your mom how's your life whatever and she has no mm-hmm. she doesn't care like at all yeah she definitely did seem you know very very self-centered and I and I think going back to the point of you know did she think that she had to say these things to be a girl boss but even if she did surely that's super self-centered to think oh I'll just say this and not care about what my friend said I'll just say this and I'll make you know, young girls and anyone who listens to this think that you know, the key to success is having no friends. Like that is self-centered. And I think it's it's also, it, that's kind of undeniable that she's a very, very, very self-centered person. From everything she said there, I don't care about friends. I don't value, I don't value friends in my life. It, it just makes her seem really self-centered. Like even like her mindset, you know, towards like, she constantly wants more. And she said like she... It was even the way she mentioned the only people that she really has in her circle, you know, are like Fran and her boyfriend. But the way she talks about it, she was like, you know, I spend time with Fran because she's my manager and because we talk about work and we talk about making more money. 
and I talked to Tommy because he's my boyfriend and he was not forced like I enjoy his time and like that was it like she enjoys talking to somebody that's going to you know make her more money get her more deals like elevate her as a person and like that mm-hmm. is what she said he was so self-centered that all she all she cares about is herself like number one like her world revolves around her and mm-hmm. it's just it's so crazy like, you can't devote 99% of your time to just your own self and like where you're gonna go because nobody's gonna follow you do you know what I mean like want to go with you and like enjoy the process mm-hmm. and like if you're only out to make money and boost your own self-worth like I'm not gonna follow along like why would I yeah and I think like it must be a lonely enough life like I when I've been over here in London especially in the last year maybe you know you have been here or people have been coming and going and maybe I've been experiencing a few things that I thought were nice or walking around London I was like oh wouldn't it be lovely if this person was with me and they got experience this blah 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 and I think to go through life and go through all these amazing things that she's going through and getting all these opportunities and this amazing luxurious lifestyle to not want to share that with as many people as you possibly could yeah like that's that's so selfish I know if anything you know if I got lucky one day and I got a big break and you know I was able to have a luxurious lifestyle I would try and like get everyone involved as much as I possibly could like if I could give you anything you'd come on board too but she seems to be the exact opposite she's like I want this all for myself I don't want anyone else involved yeah which is selfish like that's that's you can't deny that no I remember like Grace Beverly I think it was her maybe her like 21st birthday or something and she like rented out this massive like venue like a castle or something and invited say like 50 of her friends for a full set down dinner you know all paid for they all stayed over like she paid for everything and you know, got all her friends involved and like there's other like influencers who take their friends on holidays like pay for them or like you know if you, like you're like a big celebrity and you like, have loads of money and you're going to get married or something and you fly everyone out because you want like a destination wedding but you pay for everything you take them out you fly them out give them a massive like you know five-star experience that they can experience with you and same as like mm-hmm. Grace Beverly's birthday like she had all her friends all the people she loved around her and celebrating her for her birthday but they got to experience something with her and like I think that's so much nicer than like just being by yourself or just being like, with your boyfriend because like who is to say Tommy and Molly are going to be together forever like obviously they're so in love it is very cute and I do enjoy Tommy Fury on her, her YouTube videos but we don't we, we know it's like you don't know you what's don't around know. the corner you really really just don't know what's around the corner like and I think for her not to want to experience these things with as many people as possible it's just it's it's crazy like yeah. it's hard to get your head around when you're when you're a people person and you love your friends and you know, you want to do everything with your friends, but obviously in normal circumstances, we can't really. Um, and, you know, she has the opportunity to to really show people like a different way of living or show them luxurious things. And she just, uh, well, we don't know for sure, like, but it seems like she just doesn't, she doesn't open this lifestyle up to anyone else but herself, Tommy, and maybe your family. Um, but it doesn't seem like she opens up no. it up to anyone else, you know. Then... Another part of the podcast was the whole mindset of constantly wanting more. And, you know, she has like 6 million followers on Instagram. Okay, how did I get to 7 million? Okay, this brand offered me 1 million. How did I get to 2? Like, she always wants more. And like she said, her manager said to her, like, she wanted her first car to be, I can't remember what it was, like a a Jeep or something like that, or like like a big wagon. And her manager was like, if you have your first car, that is your dream car, where do you go from there? Like if you move into your dream house at 22, 
where do you go from there like she wants everything now like as soon as she can get it and it's like it's always striving for more and always constantly chasing more success but like yeah. when do you be happy like when do, when do you stop yeah I mean I think that that's something I struggle obviously it's not on the same terms but something I struggle with myself like I'm someone if I, I achieve a goal or something I succeed in something I'm like straight away like what's it what's the next thing and I think that is like I think that is a nice quality to have to an extent but I think that it does become a point that you just be constantly unhappy because you're not actually taking in the moment and the now and what you actually have and you know what you've done to work towards getting to that point and I think that if you're always wanting more and you're you're never really truly going to be happy in the present moment and really the present moment's all that matters so why is the future the thing in the future even matter that much but I think it's really interesting that our manager said that to her you know if you're getting your your first car now what you're already gonna go I suppose she was like I'll buy 10 more or something for flip sake yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I think I think it's a, a good quality to have but just to an extent like you have to take a step back every now and go again and go like right what really matters here but uh, but like as we said if, if this podcast is really truly who she is she hasn't got that in her to take a step back and look at the present now and, and, and I've watched her YouTube videos in the past I haven't really been watching her recently like but um I just say she's so grateful and thank you to everyone and I, I just don't know if it's ever been genuine if that's what her thinking has been this whole time is I want more I want more of you because then if you think about it even even more about her following if she's constantly wanting more and she's saying that she loves everyone so much but really to her all of us followers all of her friends and people who you know says she she says that she loves she doesn't see any of her followers as real people it's all just number 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 numbers and I think that's after a while and I think now people have started to take a step back with her and go okay all right so she's just, uh, just really actually care about any of of this she doesn't even care about the products that she's selling us well I I don't agree with pretty little thing at all um anyways I don't even I don't really agree with a lot like a lot of these fast fashion brands but obviously that's a whole different conversation about Molly May but she obviously doesn't really care that much about what she pushes to people you know and if she wants more and more and more that's gonna dwindle 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 over the years like look at someone like Jeff Bezos like he doesn't give a damn about anyone workers people and I'm sorry but Molly mentioned Jeff Bezos the way she's going there's not that there's not a big difference between them <laughs> freaking hell is that how he says name I don't know yeah Bezos Bezos I don't know that Bezos okay. Bezos <laughs> no but I totally agree because like if she is just looking at it as numbers, like she doesn't value anybody, like doesn't value people that are from the start or like people that are interested in her. Like all she cares about is getting that number up and up and up, making more money because the numbers going up and up and up, and people buying whatever she's selling and making her millions. But but part of it as well, like the great thing, there was a bit I think it was on a different podcast with Stephen Bartlett, and he said like I think it was all I seen on TikTok. It was a clip of him, and he said you know people come onto my podcast and like they say you know money doesn't value happiness. And the more money you have doesn't make you any happier or doesn't make you have, you know, more people that you can surround yourself with or like, it's just a number at the end of the day. 
but like whenever she said she you know she wants more 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 like the more money she can make the more cars she can get the more house the more whatever he disagreed with her and I was like for a lot of the things she said that she's faced a lot of backlash on a lot of different things like should he have not been more vocal or like maybe pushed back and been like but why do you not have any friends or like you know why do you not value friendships or like you know when are you going to stop like why why do you need more and more and more like are you not happy with what you are like or where you are what you have like is there not more to life than money and success like I think he could have done a better job as well and like push back yeah definitely and I think it's interesting you know was he being like that because she's one of the younger people he's had on there and he didn't want to set her up for all this hate because I'm sure he's aware that these kind of interviews like this is what happened but obviously because he didn't push back at all I give her you know some food for thought obviously the hate that she's got off the back of this has been like crazy but I guess also though he wants people to watch and listen to this so he doesn't care even if there's a wee voice in his head going this she shouldn't be saying this this could be really picked up wrong there's also the little voice in his head going oh my god loads and loads of people are going to listen to my podcast and you know that's what that's what the influencers celebrities all of us are up against of people being genuine and true being like ah you can't say that or whatever and also like all press and is good press you know and so I think I think he should have pushed back a wee bit but it would have been interesting to see that conversation though if there was a bit of an argument between two would she have been able able to argue the things that she was saying because I don't I'm not sure if she could have even you know made some sort of argument (laughs) but um yeah I think like there's I think he probably knew that what she was saying was wrong but he wants people to listen and watch his podcast so he doesn't care that's so true like because you can pair with whatever she said like you know, she doesn't have a, she has a really small circle and you know she's all about elevating herself like he could be doing the exact same so he's not going to push back and be like oh I don't think you should say that like he's thinking I'm gonna get some views here plus the fact this is like a conspiracy theory that I heard like the podcast came out in December but the podcast blew up in January podcast- yeah because we were talking about it in December remember yeah but the podcast like blew up over Twitter like all of this backlash came about and these articles podcasts everything came up off the back of it the same week that he was going on like dragon stems are like the first ever episode so interesting yeah people are saying interesting did he initiate this to get like more press around himself the same week dragon stem was going live for the first time interesting i didn't know that you know joa probably i know it's like pete davidson kim kardashian who's believes it not me so yeah can you ask julia fox who believes it not me (laughs) <laughs> it's so all fake most of it's fake I really no, believe that no, I was listening to Olivia Neal today and she had Lewis on her podcast and they were saying that like the whole thing you know Kelly Jenner and um, was it Travis I can't remember who she goes yeah, with Travis Scott. yeah and the whole Astroworld thing that was the same week that Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian were first pictures yeah I'm sure it's been barely talked about anymore yeah and all people are talking about is Kanye, Julia Fox, Kim and Pete and obviously Courtney and all those. Like, why why is Courtney and Kim basically going with the same person? And Megan Fox and Machine And Megan Fox. Like, they all are like clones. It freaks me out. Honestly, I find like most of it is just fake. Like, it's it can't be real. They're all robots. Like, I don't I don't yeah. understand how it could be real. And apparently, um, I don't know, Maya Jama is apparently engaged to Kendall Jenner's ex. Yeah, I've seen that. The week that this came out, like this news story that they got engaged, like 
whoever you know what do you call her Chris Jenner was like you know pushing all these images of Kendall in this bikini like tiny bikini you could never see so like that she would just take over all the tabloids like nobody would care that it was Kendall Jenner's ex getting all the press it's crazy Mad. crazy world and like for I suppose when you, when you go back to think about Molly May she's obviously influences influenced by these big 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 influencers and look all that all they care about really is money advertisements covering up bad things that their family has done so like I mean if you're in that influencer realm like where are your guides yeah. if your guides are the Kardashians you're oop <laughs> <laughs> oh literally though like yeah I know people said you know she didn't have the right media training to go on the podcast like French and let her go on the podcast she wasn't old enough like she wasn't mature enough she didn't she didn't handle herself well she didn't come across well and I don't think it, it wasn't the right time and she said herself she had never done a podcast like that before or like even an interview and clearly I think it kind of showed why yeah I mean yes and I agree with that to an extent you know I agree with everything to an extent you know I think she shouldn't have been cancelled she is only 22 she's a bit naive but at the end of the day every 22 year old even someone 18 you know from right and wrong you know that when something's shallow you know when what you're saying is really really shallow and like she's went and said this anyway because she thinks you know yeah well she's self-centered so as much as I, I i i agree with both sides i think it's difficult i think it's wrong people put her in black and white into a box and said you know everything she said is wrong and she's listened to that because you know we all make mistakes and there's two sides to the coin here but i think at the end of the day everything it's undeniable everything she said was really shallow yeah. and that's what i took from it that she was just a shallow lost person lost amongst all this money these followers this reality sh- tv show trying to stay try to stay in the limelight try and get people to talk about her trying to be this girl boss and she just to me came across as lost yeah you i think know? she is like crossing that line though between influencer and celebrity now because like obviously the whole thing about you know her wrist was like worth like a hundred thousand pounds or more or something and like she got robbed she has so much money she has so many designer things she doesn't buy anything from plt like she won't like yes she'll wear it for like you know photographs and stuff but like her wardrobe is going to be full of designer clothes because she can afford it do you know what i mean yeah of course she's not relatable anymore and like that does happen with you know influencers they get like loaded brand deals they get more money so they're going to buy nicer things like they're not going to shop in pre-mark anymore but the more money you get like the more unrelatable you become and I think she is kind of crossing that line now into being a celebrity rather than an influencer because it is just unrelatable see for me I still see celebrities as actors musicians artists I will never see her as a celebrity I won't see ever see in my eyes I don't see any of these people ever as celebrities you know like I just can't like that's not what a celebrity a celebrity is a movie star or a singer yeah do you know what I mean someone's in coronation street <laughs> did i tell you i walked past gil platt in london last weekend I know. Uh, at- ho- hold on who won this competition <laughs> i met i met tom hardy Harrison ford and phoebe waller bridge on the same night i'm not telling you where though because i can't but i did <laughs> i know gil platt's a good b1 she makes me laugh yeah. oh she looked like she just looked like she walked off the set of Coronation street life was mad did she <laughs> like just wearing the same way clothes girl plat wears we jumper and jeans yeah we turtleneck and like her hair was just the exact same like 
Why is she in London? There's only you cheat right here, shouldn't it? That's what I do. You know I thought that was mad because I was like, I walked past um Chris. Oh, what's his name? Clark. You know, say Clark, John Clark, and Chris Clark. Too. Uh, from the West Essex. Walked past them like five minutes before, and I was like, oh, like you know, toy people. And then Gail Platt, and I was like, that's probably that's a far better celebrity because she films in Manchester, like up up north. So I was like, that's that's the rogue one. I'll take that one. Yeah, that is a rogue one. It's definitely rogue. That's yeah. for sure. We will leave the podcast there and I have very much enjoyed our discussion about Molly May and her view on friendships, but we will get you back in the podcast again soon. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Order Claire podcast. As usual, you can tweet me at PR. You can DM me on Instagram at Claire with any thoughts at all of this podcast. And of course, you can follow this podcast on Spotify or subscribe, I think, on Apple Music. And that way you will never miss an episode and always be up to date with new episodes when they go live. But thank you again for listening. And of course, let me know what you think. And I'll see you next episode.